0: Arizona Coyotes fall two-one to the Vancouver Canucks, and it is ten forty-eight PM, which means it's PHNX Coyotes after dark. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig. We got Petey from home as a little birthday treat. Yeah, what Jan-
1: a, what a birthday Petey had today! <laughs> Woo, yeah, Woo. Oh boy,
0: we, yeah, we got Jan- fun. Just got relaxed Daniel all day, put his man. feet up. Yeah, classic Petey, you know, just really <laughs> making time for him. No work. It's fine. It's fine.
2: Yeah, I, I, I yeah, got a flat tire. On my birthday. Oh,
0: no. no. Man, come on. I feel like that yeah. deflating attitude is how I just feel right now about oh, this.
2: Yeah. Deflating attitude.
0: About Look this
2: I will say this about the, this game. They lose it two to one. And and I thought they played hard, and I thought they had some offensive opportunities. What what makes this trip unsuccessful is is losing the game to Calgary. If they come yeah. out of this road trip four out of six points, and you lose to the Vancouver Connects, the best team in the league right now, by a goal, and you're scrapping at it with the goalie pulled, I, I'm okay with that. But but now you just this trip leaves with a bad taste in your mouth because you end up with two losses to, to you know to. To after you have that that big win in Minnesota, and then you can't follow it up. So it, it, it you leave disappointed on this trip.
1: You know what makes the road trip even worse? That one in four homestand.
2: Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you
1: play 500 hockey on the road, normally you're yep. okay, but... Yep. yeah, Now so, you're five points off the wildcard yeah. pace. It's growing. I thought
0: it's you growing. were going to say clearing customs to fly back and <laughs> land at 3.30 in the morning, yeah, but yeah, you know.
2: Too. And it <laughs> hasn't stopped snowing the entire time in Vancouver. Yeah
0: oh my god whoops yeah meanwhile it's like 70 degrees here anyway uh let's get into the game conversation we'll start with the numbers because there's some very interesting ones here presented by desert financial credit union arizona's number one credit union named by forbes let's take a look um shots were pretty close canucks outshot the coyotes 26 to 21 coyotes were 0 for 2 on the power play canucks 1 for 5 coyotes just Couldn't stop taking penalties. Couldn't stop getting in scraps. We'll talk more about that. Just going to skip ahead to the shot attempts first. Vancouver had 51. The Coyotes had 39. So sometimes we just put face-off in here, but we don't really talk about it. But we're going to talk about it tonight because face-off percentage, the Canucks, 72%. The Coyotes, 28%. Every time they won a face-off, we, like, cheered in the office. Oh, my God, they did it.
1: You want you want me to roll through them?
0: Yes, Nick, go for it.
1: Nick Bjugstad went eight and twenty-two. He was the winner of tonight's oh. face-off challenge for the
2: Arizona Coyotes.
1: The rest eight of the four guys eight for
2: twenty-two. Not not eight and twenty-two. Eight wins. Eight
1: for twenty-two. 22 eight sorry, eight for twenty-two. He was the winner. at thirty-six percent. Woo. Okay, so well, actually, Logan Cooley went three for seven. So, but that's oh. not. He didn't qualify for the leaders. <laughs>
0: had to be more than ten.
1: Alex Kerfoot went three for fourteen. He's not a center, so I don't blame him so much. Uh, Jack Bane went one for nine, 11 percent in the faceoff circle. This was a brutal night for the Coyotes, and you know, a lot of times I think faceoffs are overrated. Uh, a lot of times they don't matter that much. They mattered in a lot of situations tonight, and the Coyotes just couldn't win any big faceoffs tonight.
2: Yeah, and we talk about them on the special teams, especially how important they are to you know, on the penalty kill to get the puck out of the zone. And the power play, you can start with possession. And when you, your faceoffs are that bad, that's horrific. JT Miller was won 17 of nineteen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've ever heard of a, of, of a faceoff in center. He had eighty nine percent in the faceoff circle. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's and it, it's unfortunate because that I know I, it's it's not a stat that that that, like to Craig's point that matters in a lot of games it doesn't matter but when you you win 28 percent, you're never starting with the puck you never have the puck and and if you can get a few more offensive zone wins then you could at least get more shot attempts I it just felt like you were just drowning in the defensive zone at times and that was clearly one of the stats that did that
0: yeah and in that first period too like I, I know the shots ended up being pretty even, but the Cadets kind of were outshot 14 to 4 in the first period. They had nothing. They could generate absolutely nothing. And even the one goal that was scored was a fluke because it wasn't, the pass wasn't even intended for Dermot. He still gets it. Like they could, it just felt like they couldn't generate anything. And then the only reason in that second period that they outshot the Canucks is because they were on the power play half of the period. Um, I will say they gave it a good push in the third. Uh, I'll give them credit there, but that, like, Vancouver's they look good like (laughs) that's a good team um that's a skilled team it's a well coached team and you're right Petey like the fact that they only lost this game two to one that's that's an achievement, but mm. it's not one that you can be satisfied with given the result of the game before. And I agree with you. Like, if this was, you know, a huge win in Minnesota, even if it, they go three
1: and two on that homestand, You're, yeah. we're not even talking yeah, about or this. Or that, they're one point or, out of yeah, the playoffs exactly, Yeah, exactly. Right. Because
0: they they would have had three out of six points on this road trip, which is which is, is, a, which great. is good. Yeah. yeah, but it's so like a two. Any other loss, because there's been so many losses, especially on that stand, where we're thinking, if this was just a 2-1 loss, if this was just a 3-2 loss, and here it is, and it's finally just a 2-1 loss, and it's like, you just keep thinking about what happened before.
1: Yeah just sucks. Edmonton won again. Asheville won. Hey, you, won again. you were working that game, weren't you? Yeah, yeah
2: I've, I had two eyes working. Yeah, was a, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he was a busy to guy dream. tonight. He
2: had, he was a busy guy. But, but, and that, what's impressed me the most about this Vancouver Canuck team is how deep they are. And and Connor Garland said this when he when Craig and I talked to him the other day is this is a team that can win one nothing or they can win seven six. Clearly, this was an, a game that's a two one game. It was tight. Their goaltender needed to make big saves. I thought they defended extremely well, and they can play four lines. This. Yeah. Is a good team they're fast they're heavy they get to the net really well and Connor ingram i thought made some excellence yeah, he, know, he was great in it, and there were several moments that that this could have got out of hand and it didn't um but but clearly the vancouver connect team is a better team and, and that's the the, you know, I'm interested to see how they do in the playoffs because they haven't been there in a while. Um, the Coyotes should be proud of their performance tonight. I thought there was an effort tonight, and one of the things we talked about when their losing streak happened here at home, when they were one and four in that set. I, I don't know if we we saw the effort out of this team for for those games, and, and definitely not for a full 60 minutes. I thought they were much better tonight, even with the first period being outshot 14 to four. It's in Vancouver. It's on the road. It's the end of the road trip. I was okay with that. Yeah, no Nick Schmaltz yeah and no nick schmaltz exactly yep. so what, and what happens to clayton keller when nick schmaltz goes away and and then you look at what they had to do with their lines and the lines were just an absolute mess right now. yeah they were bizarre and, <laughs> I, yeah it's tough and, and then i think that had something to do with the you know the face-off numbers it's 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 you're throwing people where they're not accustomed to be yep
0: yeah uh one of the highlights though of the night was seeing Travis Dermott score his first goal of the season and what a a way to do it against his former team the Vancouver Canucks and you know while Dermott didn't have his maybe his best all-around game on both sides of the puck um a first goal of the season is a worthy achievement in my mind especially if it's the only goal of the game (laughs) um sorry I don't mean to downplay this but uh Travis Dermott you've got that desert dog in you one goal tonight for Travis Dermott in Vancouver, but that one probably felt pretty good for Travis Dermott. So we wanted to uh, acknowledge that achievement.
1: Yep. We'll just leave it at that.
0: You don't want to get into. Um, <laughs> I mean, he,
1: he had some glaring defensive mistakes. <laughs> so he did not manage the puck well in the defensive zone tonight. But he, you know, they didn't lead to goals at least. So he got that goal, yeah. and we'll give it up for him because, as you mentioned before, we even went on the air. It was uh, slim pickings for who we could have chosen. We we could have chosen uh, Travis or, or uh, Alex Con- Kerfoot, Alex Kerfoot, oh. Connor Ingram too. We yeah, Connor Ingram was a, a
0: worthy a, candidate. He had a
1: terrific game. Kerfoot, you know. Yep. Uh, the face-off circle. He's he's not a center. He's not winning, but he was he logged a lot of ice time tonight, um, and he was pretty good in a lot of situations. He has been really good in a lot of situations, but whatever.
2: And, and we're giving flowers. <laughs> uh, we're giving flowers. Do, do what do you think of of Logan Cooley tonight? Yes.
1: Yeah, liked him.
2: Like is them. this another one of those games? Is this just another one where it's almost, almost Logan Cooley? It's almost yeah. Logan Cooley night. Like he, he had a hit a play to his backhand. He almost slips it by the pad. Then he had another play late in the game. The net's virtually open on that little. I mean, he, he didn't have a clean look at it. He just slaps at it and just misses the net. But he he's on the verge and, and if he feels if like he's, it, yeah. And you're just waiting for that breakout moment. If he breaks out, they come out of this, this weekend with two more, two more points. Cause he wins in Calgary in a breakaway in overtime and he gets the t- game time and they go to overtime tonight. Yep. He's just getting so close. So you, I, I, am just waiting for the dam to break and Cooley's going to come around. the other thing I thought of Logan Cooley's game tonight, not just the offensive sign, but he, he played with that little FU. I remember that play in the third period. But he, 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 Back checks hard, and then he 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 fit, makes physical contact, puts the guy through the boards. It was, I was, I, I like to see him get engaged like that. I think he's going to be, you know, the more he gets engaged like that, the better he is offensively. But you made it point, Craig. That pass, uh, how many passes? Like how many bad passes in the defensive zone? How many turnovers again?
1: Yeah, Michael Kessler oh, ring. Yeah, had had rough Kessler too. Was,
2: yeah, that, that was a rough horrific night. Pass. yeah, horrific pass. Yeah. they. they that, did, that this, was, yeah. 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 I think was the pace tonight. It, it just felt like it was, it was fast, man. That was a quick uh-huh. game. And I felt Kesselring and even Gunther at times, he felt that the pace was. A glad little, you brought
1: him uh, up. Let's talk about Dylan Gunther too. Cause you know, Maddie and
2: Tyson were talking about how much fun it was to
1: watch that line. And and Lee and I were saying, it's been fun to watch Logan Cooley, but uh, it was another meh game from Dylan Gunther. I didn't really notice yeah. him out there. I, I uh, you know, has the adrenaline worn off? Uh, I, I, again, I don't want to judge him on a, a handful of games the other way, but I didn't I didn't see much imp- impact from Dylan Gunther once again tonight.
2: Well, you talked about what, when he was here that first couple of games, like the shot attempts he was getting on net, and yeah. all the, he was around it all the time. He seemed to be quick. He seemed to be on pucks. Tonight, he plays 17 minutes, and he has two shots on goal, and that's not what he was doing early in the game. But this is a quick game. We talked about the pace of the Vancouver Canuck team, and I thought – The pace that we saw from Dylan Gunther in the first two games we didn't see in the last two. And I, I don't know if that's if the road trip or the amount of games is catching up on him or, or it's just like you said the adrenaline's wearing off. But I, I didn't notice him tonight, and you didn't see that big shot that you were hoping for and that you need to see from Dylan Gunther if he's going to remain here. And and I wouldn't be surprised. Now I mean that's that's two games in a row where I didn't really feel that he is keeping the pace. And one what really highlighted for me is in the third period there was a rush up the ice, and and Cooley was Cooley was flying. And Cooley gets ten or ten or twelve feet ahead of, of Dylan Gunther and you go, Hey, yeah. that's where I really noticed the pace. And I, I think he's great in offensive zone starts. I think he's really a good player on the power play and he's effective, you know, his shot. But but I don't know if if he was noticeable tonight. I didn't see it.
0: Logan Cooley did score a goal tonight, just with his hand. So yeah.
1: Yeah. you know, I,
2: I, think th- I feel like, like we should
1: talk about that. Yeah, Craig you know? and I
0: have a stance. I
1: was a little annoyed because I felt like if the the officials weren't so strict with the rules tonight, the Coyotes could have had a second goal Listen, from Logan Cooley. And
0: let them play. And,
2: yeah, it's not soccer.
1: Score.
0: Let, let them, them use play. Their hands. Count it. What's the problem?
2: I don't. I don't Swat know. a goal!
1: In count it.
2: Count it. I think they should do it based on who the player is. Yeah, yeah they know that, deal, it's just complete bias. Oh, it's Logan Logan Cooley. Cooley. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you get it. It's good for the game. Good for the game. Grow the game with these young kids. Logan (laughs) Cooley. You got that desert dog in hand. We could yeah, even yeah, that we could
1: name the goal just like the Michigan. We'd have yeah. to call it something. Yeah. So, in fact, I'm I'm gonna go ask the chat right now. What what should we call the <laughs> hand goal from <laughs> the Logan handle. Cooley if it becomes a thing? Go ahead, weigh in.
0: It, it was just yeah. so funny to see his face right after. Like he was just shaking, and then Bear was, so was just Bear. shaking his head. It was, Andre was uh,
1: shaking his head a lot on the Yeah, mix today. He was.
0: I have to say, like Bear has some all time facial expression reactions we've been tweeting them a lot on our twitter account at phnx underscore coyotes um but it's just uh it's, it's too good
1: yeah they should have a cam on him like the entire game now i'm they should uh, after seeing a his, above, yeah, after above on the cam like the 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 Cross check that they called on Michael carconi If you if you watch the replay of it, you're just just like, well,
0: his face. We actually, when does
1: the cross check happen? Is is it coming?
0: That's a cross check in the room. What's us? <laughs> um, Charles said the rule of Cooley, the serve, the high five goal. I like the high that's five good, goal. That's good. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right. Well, I do want to read a chat, Danielle. If you can just scroll up a slight bit from Scott says listen every game from arkansas wow. love the yotes thought they played an incredibly competitive tight checking game scott we appreciate you tuning in from arkansas we're Seriously. trying to cover all the states we already have alaska represented i know got someone's in alabama so now we have arkansas
2: arkansas it's got it's a, it's, it's later there right craig yeah. It's I don't late. think so. Pretty sure it's later there. I, I yeah, it is. I don't, I don't know how that works.
0: It's late here, DJ too. DJ
2: Bean hasn't figured out time zones and I know Yeah, <laughs> U- they just US. say U.S. I love that. The <laughs> U.S. time zone. The,
0: <laughs> the Hand Me Down. That's a good name. The Hand Me Down bees. is
2: really good. Yeah.
0: That's good. All right. We've got right. some candidates. Yeah. These, th- these are good. Oh, man. All right. Well, um, one of our diehards today officially joined Desert Financial Credit Union. Craig is that true? Wel- Welcomed him to the. You platinum clone. well not yet oh, <laughs> whoa,
2: whoa, slow, down. slow down was craig there does craig have an office there uh we,
1: we won't discuss that pd <laughs>
2: yeah you do I, you do it's like mr mooney at, at Lucio balls bank <laughs> anyway
0: right all that to say it's so easy to join desert financial credit union to sign up and when you open a free checking account online you get 200 dollars in bonuses who doesn't love Bonus money. I mean, I think we all would love an extra $200 right now. So Mm -hmm. be like Craig.
1: I get it every time I show up. They just
0: give it to me. (laughs) me bags of cash. Open a free checking account online. Get $200 in bonuses. And you can get started by visiting desertfinancial.com/slash 200. Check it out
2: and then uh, luckily tonight if you take the coyotes and plus one and a half you would have been a big winner today because they kept it close tonight and bet mgm has a great offer right now you bet five dollars and you get 158 dollars instantly and that's all for the super bowl And we've already decided that's stupid to name the super bowl numbers by roman numerals. we're over we are not doing that on the phnx coyote show we will only use the number 58 for the super bowl so make sure you download the bet mgm sportsbook app and it's so easy to use. Even Craig could do it, but he doesn't, but but he could. Mm-hmm. I, I, Leah and I do it all the time, and, and I've been really successful with – I'm waiting for Schmaltz to come back, and then I'm going to do the Schmaltz-Keller, the, the weenie bet on a Schmaltz anytime, the day he gets back in the lineup. So if that happens on Saturday night against Nashville, we're going to go do that. Make sure you place a wager of $5 to get that $158 offer. Sign up at the BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first bet at, uh, a wager <laughs> through BetMGM. You know how many times they wrote BetMGM Sportsbook in this ad? <laughs> Leah, have you read this goddamn thing? Have I Sign read it? Yeah, Bed a MGM. couple times. Place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager through BetMGM sportsbook mobile app. I'm sorry, BetMGM. I stumbled again. It's like the name of the company. I think it's the BetMGM sportsbook okay. mobile Thanks. application for at least $5. You receive $158 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for details and in a surprise. Now listen to Damon. Talk about the disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Gambling
1: problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877 Hope and Y or text hope Y 467 369 York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-Arizona, one 800 That's off iowa 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico.
0: Okay, Borf. First of all, your profile picture and your name is just amazing. But Borf says, "One in the morning in Ontario, Canada. Been a fan since I was born. Grew up in Flagstaff. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. Oh, wow.
2: what, what is this picture? I can't even tell. A What's f- a frog. Like, it's a frog. Yes. But Borf. Borf, I mean, Borf. With- Borf. Borf is. I just I, want to like say the it. song of a song. The the sound a frog makes. Worf. Borf. 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 Well, this maybe. Is,
0: this is what PHS Coyotes it's after dark is on. This
1: is what all about. To. I'm just going to say <laughs> that the rest of the in show. In Ontario. I'm not going to oh, say anything feels...
2: else. Craig, doesn't that sound cold to you? One o'clock in the morning in Ontario. It, just it probably cold. is very cold. Right sounds right right right. Like one yeah,
0: o'clock in Ontario right. is like, a, it has to be a Drake shot song. Like huh? 1 a.m. in Ontario?
2: Oh, 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 yeah. it should be. Drop yeah. a beat.
0: PD, name three numbers between 1 and 99. Go.
2: Go. Four.
0: That was probably a Coyotes line tonight because that is how Andre Turney was just throwing them out.
1: Which is funny, you shows all
0: numbers of Coyotes players. However, two of them are either injured or scratched, but that's neither here nor nor there. Um, Yeah, the lines tonight were, I mean, the lines going into the night were crazy. We got an, another 11-7. It would have been 12-6. We heard mm-hmm. before the game that Nick Schmaltz was hour to hour. Hour to hour.
1: hour, to hour. That's that's the first I've ever heard that. Yeah. That's like trade-related reasons. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah, hour that was hour. good. Over I liked hour that.
0: Hour to hour. Yeah, but ended up going 11-7. Josh Brown in the lineup Can once again. we talk again. about that? For those in the Discord, the under on Josh you Brown. Hit minutes hit on the under. Hit. Hit the under. That should be a, a line on MGM. The under over-under on Josh Brown minutes. But let's talk about the lineup a little bit. Please. Obviously, like Schmaltz being out, there's, you know, you have to do what you have to do on the top line, like Michelli, McBain, Keller, whatever. You, every single shift in the third period, it was a completely different line every single time. Um, but Josh Brown, I mean, he sat out for like a month. <laughs> he plays tonight. What did he, what was his time on ice in the end tonight? It was, it was 320.
1: Yeah. Can, I, can I just read? You know, the three games since he returned after sure, being out a month? go for it. He played in Minnesota. He played 558. You're like, okay, almost six minutes there. He played 159 in Calgary and then 320 tonight. Why? What's what's the point, PD? Help me out as a coach yeah, here. What's, I, I don't what's know. the point?
2: Under two minutes of ice time, I I don't understand the point. Unless the the only thing is you got a guy on the bench that can fight just in case this. That's the that's the
1: only is, thing I could think of too, right? Just a physical
2: presence direction. But 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 the reality is, I, I I didn't see the game going that way tonight. Other than we'll talk about Liam O'Brien in a minute, but um I, I didn't. Again, if you're gonna put him on the bench and put him in a sweater, I I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it either. Like three minutes and 20 seconds he played oh it's five shifts every 40 seconds he's never out there like what do you i don't get it and and so now so if you're going to play three minutes and you're going to play a minute 29 oh, play Valmaki that's
1: that's yeah, what, what is going what, what's on what's going on, on with use of i don't yeah, I,
2: I don't know i don't get it because he was is, is he in the doghouse or something is there some injury they're not talking about because he's a guy that played a lot of minutes before this like yep. a lot yeah. He, he was a, and for him to be out of the lineup for this long and when he's in the lineup you you expect him to play. He's he's not playing 3 minutes. If Baumack in the lineup, he's playing 14 to 16. So I I don't get it. I don't understand what what's going on and why he's been out of the lineup for so long cuz I almost feel bad for Josh Brown. You're going to you're going to go through all of your routines and get you ready for right. the game and you play minute 29?
1: Is that worse? Yeah. Is that almost worse I, than being scratched?
2: It is. It feels like I, it. I, at least you get a hot dog and from Shea Show up in the in the press box if you're not if you're not I I don't know with no ketchup but yeah, yeah. I but I don't I, I don't know I don't understand that the the rationale and I know they don't have an extra forward when Schmaltz is out of the lineup because Carcone went went in so you don't have an extra forward here so I get it on the trip um, but again why not Valmaki
1: yeah and then what and then you play JJ Mosier twenty four minutes tonight yeah so if you have Valimaki you could you could probably cut those minutes Spell a little some bit. Of that. I,
2: yeah. Spell some of it.
1: I'm, and I'm I know that baffled the, gonna have to find out about that one.
2: Yeah, it, there's something there because Mosier playing 24 minutes. Mosher's the guy. I mean, we know he's the top pair and he's out there all the time in great defensive yeah. zone situations. He can skate and keep up the pace of a game like this against Vancouver. But 24 minutes is a lot of minutes, man. And they you know when they play? It's not like in it, it, well, it's twenty-four hours. Basically, they play at one o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. They won't land until good lord. What do we say, Craig? Three so 30 at yeah, 3.30 in the morning. They're going to land and they got to play one o'clock the next day and he played 24 minutes. Uh Oh, so yeah, it's curious. I'm curious. I don't know. That's something a reporter should probably ask somebody. Yeah.
0: If they ever practice again.
2: Yeah, there's that. Yeah, um, yeah well, they won't practice tomorrow and they're no. not going to have a morning skate before the game on Saturday. I don't Saturday know if they'll practice people. Sunday either, right? It's, it's game for late. I, related, I don't know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Let's talk about Liam O'Brien. Uh, everyone in the Discord's favorite discussion by the way travis dermot first intermission says oh you know he's an important guy to our team you know despite what the people on their couch at home say and travis dermot if you are in our discord please make yourself known if you are a diehard um reading the comments of our discord of people be kind of frustrated with liam o'brien gets that two minute roughing penalty even though he literally punched Lafferty, while well, Lafferty's yeah, back was like there. that was really Drop weird. And- he <laughs> he he was already leading the league in penalty minutes. He becomes the first player of the season to cross triple digits with 100 and then just minutes later, 5 for fighting against Zadorov, who's Zadorov is a beast by the way. Now has 105 penalty minutes on the season which leads everybody in the National Hockey League, Liam O'Brien. I know a lot of people are a little bit frustrated with his play, but PD, I'm not sure what your thoughts are on the, the trade-off there.
2: Well, yeah, I've always said this about Liam O'Brien. He's got to spend less time in the penalty box than he does minutes played in that game. And he had seven minutes of penalties and he had six minutes of ice time. So that, in, in my book, that's not an effective game for Liam O'Brien. And here's the problem I have. The game needs to be self-policing. I've already said that. I believe in that. I believe in players sticking up for other players. But But the Lafferty hit... If you if you can go back and after the hit he, the the first player to interact, then after that is Lawson Cross. Lawson Cross is a big boy. Lawson Cross is he's six foot four. He doesn't need anybody to take care of him. Like Lawson Cross, he's all right. Like don't worry about Lawson Cross, especially with Sam Lafferty. Like Cross is fine. So I, it started with Lafferty giving give a little push. I don't remember as Michelli or Cooley. I honestly, don't remember. I'm sorry. I should have these facts. But then Kraus gives Lafferty the push back, and honestly, those kind of little scrums happen. So often by the players' benches when they're when they're going for line changes, it's common that guys bump into each other. You, well, you've seen it with Craig's buddy marshall all the time. They are getting those little things right at the bench. I didn't think it was much of i I didn't think it was a vicious hit that Lafferty put on. I didn't think it was egregious. I thought the the cross check that Kraus gave him, and I thought it was over and that was done and it was good. And I think everybody was we'll keep playing on. No penalties. Everybody got the message. We go and then out of nowhere, here comes Liam O'Brien and just bananas on Lafferty. Lafferty keeps his gloves on and he only takes a two minute. He, he could have taken more than the two minutes. So now you put, you put your team, did, did, did the protecting the teammate outweigh his time in the penalty box? And in that particular instance, I say, no, I don't think it did. I don't think that anybody on the Coyote's bench is going, oh my gosh, we have to go get Lafferty. I, I don't think that. I didn't think it was egregious. So now you put yourself. You're in the penalty box again, and then now you gotta you gotta stand up to the door off because now you you knocked on the wrong door, maybe and Zoro sort of, is a big guy, so again, it's talking about Liam O'Brien finding that balance and finding that don't turn the switch on all the time, man. You don't need to. I don't think he needed to intercede in that particular scrum at that time. I I, I just didn't see that being that egregious of a hit at the player bench.
1: I just want to point out that Petey, you used the word intercede, so. <laughs>
2: That he's properly, Craig. Proud of you, buddy. Like one Proud year
0: older, you. one year wiser.
2: Yeah. There you go, man. Look Thanks at funny. him. Look did at you him. think, Craig, do you think that there's, there's got to be the balance there? Like, I didn't think it was yeah. that big of a deal.
1: No, I, I didn't understand what he was doing tonight. I honestly didn't. And a lot of times I don't necessarily agree with the criticism of him. And I, I i see some of the things that Andre talks about structurally where he he's pretty sound. He's smart, a smart player. But tonight I didn't get it. I didn't, I agree with you. I, d- I didn't think he needed to do some of the things that he did tonight. And, yeah. I, you, I, you, you covered this in a walk and talking with him. Uh, it yeah. was a pretty honest uh, interview. Um, th- that was an interesting interview that pe- sh- people should go back and and listen to. But as a coaching staff, when you have that, do you, do you need to talk to him? I guess does Andre need you to sit do. him down? Yeah.
2: You can't put it in, 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 in when you're fighting for a playoff spot, every point matters and you can't sit in a penalty box and <laughs> this Vancouver can power play. I, I it's really, really good and and don't give them better opportunities to put the best players on the ice again. I, I just don't, I, I just, again, mm-hmm. there are times you need to stick up for teammates. I completely understand that. And with players like Logan Cooley, Michelli and Gunther on the ice, it's great to have a policeman out there. I just don't think this particular situation at that time of the game, it hadn't, but the game was not a hand yet. And, and there, I just didn't see it. And he's got to find that, that, that medium because he's spending too much time in the penalty box. And these points are way too valuable right now.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Um, Well, we talked about the Nashville game mm-hmm. on Saturday, but let's take a look at the rest of the upcoming schedule for the Coyotes. Nashville comes to town and Pittsburgh comes to town. And then it's that Eastern trip, Florida, Tampa, Carolina. Yikes. That game on Saturday is so important. A one o'clock game after coming home solely after a brutal road trip through the coldest cities back home to 70 and sunny, though. But and again,
1: the, the Sun Devils play at home. So I think that's why it's the afternoon game. But can't the NHL find another way? That's just that's terrible scheduling coming through customs and a long flight. And that's just terrible scheduling that, that shouldn't happen
2: the only difference is nashville just finished a game literally at the same exact time in la granted it's a it's a one hour flight with no customs from la <laughs>
1: right so, they're already here
2: yeah they're they're in <laughs> yeah, they'll i just be saw them just be, saw yeah. going down the 10 yeah. <laughs> yeah so they'll be in bed long before the coyotes probably yeah. clear customs but but it's it's a horrific game time and i wish there was a way to, to get around that
1: but when you look at that schedule uh and, and, can we put that up again for a second daniel um Obviously, Nashville sitting in a, in a still sitting in a playoff spot. They won again tonight. They're holding down the number one wild card, and they are six points ahead of the Coyotes now. You got to win that game. Pittsburgh is six two and two in its last ten and battling for a playoff spot. And then, boy howdy, look at the end of this schedule before the All Star break. They I'm go scared. through the Southeast to play the Florida Panthers, who we already see and were incredibly impressed with that Mullet Arena. The Tampa Bay Lightning and the Carolina Hurricanes that is a nasty finish and it leads us right into we we, we might as well talk about the standings yeah, right let's now talk right about because the, the coyotes are 5 points back of the LA Kings who for some reason can't win at home they've lost 13 of 20 games like they've lost at home the
0: opposite of mullet magic right. is
1: but they're 5 points up on the coyotes right now um it it's getting to the dire uh, dire situation here and when you look at that schedule now and and try and find points, you know, I, we, we talked a lot. At, we talked at the beginning of the season. We talked at the midseason point about the goal of playing meaningful games, not necessarily making the playoffs, but being in competition for a postseason berth, you know, well into the season. Listen, if, if this team falls like eight points off the pace at the all-star break, eight, nine points off, you're not playing meaningful games after the all-Star game. you can't and I, I don't think just getting to the All-Star game and saying, oh we were we were in it till the new year, that's half a season. I don't think they're accomplishing their goal at that point, honestly. If they fall eight to nine points off the pace at the All-Star break, they're falling short of their goal of playing competitive games.
2: Yeah, and it's something B's just said. If they can play competitive like this against the league's best, can they get wins out of this? And I think they might be able to get a few wins. I do. I, I'm worried about that that Eastern trip because that Florida-Tampa back-to-back, that, that's incredibly difficult. And, and Carolina is one of the best defending teams in the league that that, that makes it difficult to get off offensive opportunities, and the Coyotes are really struggling for offense. So Pittsburgh they don't play well against, and Nashville right now – I mean, they, they played a great game tonight, and I, I Nashville's yeah. a good hockey team. And I don't know game. how they're doing it. So, so here's the question: I got to get some points. They have to get points. First of all, I got to take care of business at the mall again because you didn't do it last time. One for four. You have no choice. You have to get that win. You've got to beat Pittsburgh, and you've got to beat Nashville. You need two wins before you hit this road trip. Gotta, you got to yep. get wins. Yep. And, and I think the Nashville one to me is the most important again because it's a team that you're competing with for that those those wild card spots. And and I, I know Edmonton's still on fire and cracking on fire, and Calgary is now heated up and. Nine and two in their last eleven, but but they're going to come back down to earth at some point. Maybe Edmonton won't, but I really believe that Edmonton Seattle
0: might and, never lose again. Yeah, Seattle already is; again. they've
1: lost three in a row now. So
2: yeah, but, so I think Seattle and Calgary are going to come back down to earth a little bit. The Arizona's shown all season; they're streaky. They need to get on a winning streak, and they need to get hot. And I I, I think you got to get first of all; it's got to start with Nick Schultz has to get back the lineup because Keller K- Keller he needs them. I mean it, it, you, that duo is. If you want to create offense for Clayton Kelly, you need Nick Schmaltz on. They said, we've got to find a way to get wins. But I have a question for Craig. Conor Ingram has lost two games in a row. He, I thought he played very well today. I thought he made some big saves mm-hmm. against Calgary. Now you're coming home to play the Nashville Predators, a team that, that, that he was in their organization before he got picked up on waivers. Does he start his third consecutive, or is this a chance to get um, a veggie in?
1: there's so much to think about here you mentioned some of the the angles again talk about the travel talk about the load management you know is he going to get enough rest in 36 hours or whatever the hell it is before they have to play the Nashville Predators again all of that has to come into play when you're making that decision he's the better goaltender right now and this is a must win so if you look at that simply through that lens he needs to play but that's not the only lens here so this is a this is a tough call it's a tough one too
2: yeah it is tough and for the biggest reason you said there's the load management and yep. and flying and playing these last two games and now I, he's not going to get a good rest and the the fear i always had in the in the coaches room we talked about it a lot with this load management you don't want to get him hurt yep. like that that, that nashville game is incredibly important but but if, if if one of your two goalies goes down man there's just not enough time to recover yep. so i I don't know this one's tough for me I I, I was thinking before the show started I was thinking you got to come back with ingram he was really good tonight he's clearly your number one goalie this is a must-win game you got to come back with Ingram but then I started thinking more about that time frame and, and it's gonna be it's not as easy as just yep it's got to be your it's got to be him um so I wouldn't be surprised if we see vimelka on Saturday yep. afternoon at one o'clock
0: Nick said, I would stay with Ingram. He needs a win. And Florence said, I will lose my mind if Ingram doesn't play against the Preds.
1: We'll be checking on you, Florence. <laughs> Florence, Florence, may I
0: offer you some OGs in that case? Um, yeah. OGs, they have something for everybody, including vegan gummies now. If you're a vegan, Danielle sometimes eats vegan, mostly eats vegan. So mm-hmm. there you go. It's
2: kind of coming to play soon. Wait a minute. I've heard some of the crap danielle eats and that that's not like when talk about well, mini chimneys. mini hmm. chimneys are not on the vegan menu it's, danielle's looking like i'm feeling accused continue. right now so, I, I, you can so, continue talking about the OGs. so so i'm i'm a
1: vegetarian but uh lactose intolerant
0: so like so generally vegan,
1: but basically
0: okay. Anywho, let's
1: get back to the OGs. Have, yeah, the o-
0: they got the vegan OGs, they have the big OGs, they have Sleep Edition, they have Happy Balance, they have Indica, they have Sativa, and they're all so delicious. They have the minis, everything, anything you can ask for. OGs has, and like I mentioned, the most delicious flavor scratch made locally here in Arizona. So, to learn more about OGs gummies and where you can find them, head on over to OGsbrands.com.
2: And then a big shout out to our salesman, Max. He has permission accomplished, buddy. He restocked the Circle K snack cart mm. with my favorites. Not Craig's favorites. No, no. We
1: favorites. only half accomplished. I got called into, into his office. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't pretty.
2: so rude. But, but yeah. the, the kettle cook chips are back. And unfortunately, I didn't get to eat them today because I was not in the studio. But I will have the kettle cook chips from Circle K. If you haven't had them, fantastic. Anything with the Circle K brand as a snack so far has been money. So, you cannot go wrong in Circle K. And while you're at it, download the Circle K app and become a member of the Inner Circle. You get 25 cents off your first five Phillips, three cents thereafter. And I tell you what, we always talk about the deals you get in being part of the Inner Circle. They give free stuff away. Just give it to you. Just give it to you. So, open the app every day and make sure you're not missing something from the Inner Circle. Join the Inner Circle for free. Download the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply. I participating. Locations, visit circle for details. I will like never Damon. get a job. You sounded you like David for a minute, yeah. You almost had it. I'll never get a job in media. I just can't, w- can't read.
0: By the way, uh Circle K came in clutch for me last night when I had three miles left on my car before I ran out you of Did you do it again?
2: Did you do it again? I for did, real?
0: but Petey, it's time.
2: <clears throat> oh, <laughs>
0: look at what? This. Happy birthday, no, birthday to you. Happy I love birthday that. to you. <laughs> <As Craig laughs> Happy, <the> birthday, <laughs> Happy birthday, dear
1: P.D. Happy birthday to you. Thanks, Buddy, you guys. I, got, I have six candles on this cake, one to represent every decade of your life.
2: <laughs> Can you see <laughs> this? Can we well, take a picture? You see this little guy here? Yeah. How who about that, that, huh? What? Where did that come from? Who made that?
1: That's who, do you super think? Cool. who do you think
2: made it? Your wife. You're
1: exactly right. Yes.
0: I can't get it in focus. And this is something,
1: by the way. Um, but you'll take a
2: picture, right, Leah? Like, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll
1: take a picture, picture. of it. And That's I, awesome. I basically told her last minute, "Hey, I probably need a cake to bring in for Petey, who is not going to be there, but we'd really like to have a cake for him anyway." And Basically, so eat it cool. in front of him.
2: Th- but this is t- this is this is literally my birthday. This, like this is the perfect and do I'll spin it back this so it. you can see it. This is the per- because I, I my wife works all day. I worked all night, so we really haven't had a time to celebrate my birthday at all. So we had no dinner. So I had a peanut butter sandwich for my birthday dinner. Yay me! Because I had no time to cook. <laughs> so we had that, and I had a flat tire. So I didn't have a car all day because I had a flat tire. So I had to sit at home all day while she worked, and so that stunk. And now I got a beautiful birthday cake that I can't eat.
1: Yeah. Can but- I point out a couple things about this? Well,
0: we're about to show a photo in, in a second. Oh,
1: so okay. look can, at that. Well,
0: nobody can see it yet. Christ. Look
1: at that. No, I, I, I can see it. <laughs> no, thank it's very coming. Much. I appreciate it. Look at that. That's that's nice. <laughs> I Danielle's going to oh throw God. this up on the screen, and then you'll get to get to appreciate a few of the details oh, here. Oh, look
2: at that. That's super cool. What are the colors, Petey? Yeah, they're green and white. That's awesome. Yeah. A little Dakota, fighting suit. That's I right. Tara did that. That's really, really I, nice. I'd like
1: to also point out that this is a vegan cake because, you know, you're a health freak. So we had to make you a <laughs> vegan cake. Yeah. I got the a problem cake. is <laughs> the frosting is not vegan. The, 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 the frosting has some butter in it. So, unfortunately, so what kind of, Danielle, a, what kind Danielle cannot is, eat it.
2: Is it a white cake?
1: It's no, it's it, it it's the opposite of a white cake. Actually, chocolate it's a dark cake. cake. It's a chocolate cake. Chocolate yeah. cake. We can't but a off. vegan cake, oh. so no egg. Can we, just... can
2: we save it for tomorrow? I'll be in the studio tomorrow. I
1: can, suppose we could. We probably have to tonight? hide it because you
2: guys can have a piece tonight. Can you probably have to me hide it tomorrow?
1: because you know how this oh, place works. I mean, it'll be yeah, gone Mac, when we get
2: here. When Matt gets to the studio around <laughs> noon tomorrow, it'll be gone. <laughs> if you know, you See, know. Yeah. Should we
0: blow up the candles? I think we should. Yeah, blow you blow the candles. You need to make a you, you, wish and You need to head. make a
2: wish and blow with us.
0: Okay, ready? Okay. One, one, two, two three.
2: three.
0: Three. We'll
2: the that smoke stethers <laughs> <laughs> are going you know, to go off. Up, yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. oh. Thank you, guys. I really yeah, appreciate
1: that'd be, that. That'd be yeah, a, that's a hell of a show phenomenal. if you did that.
2: If the that actually ended my... That, that's a... That's perfect. Thank you so much. I ended my birthday on a really good note. I was hoping, a lot of people on Discord were hoping, uh, wishing me birth birthday wishes and then hoping for a Coyotes win to cap that off. Mm-hmm. And um, so they didn't get that. So this this does it. Um, thank you so much for both of you.
1: Everybody thinks you're 60 now, by the way. Here, so he's,
0: not <laughs> he's not sorry. 60. It's really love, he's not 60. He's
1: close. He's creeping up on 60. P- might look it, but I'm not 60.
0: Coyotes didn't win, but I can offer you oh. something. The Tucson Roadrunners are in first place in the (sighs) Pacific Division in the AHL, third place in the entire league, first place in the Western Conference of the AHL. Um, I mean, look at the Roadrunners go.
1: And no Dylan Gunther, no Michael Kessering, no Vlad Koliachonik. No problem. No problem. problem. (laughs) Still in first place.
2: When you talk to Steve Potvin, it is it's, it's who, whoever we got, we're going to play and we're going to teach him the right way. And uh, I, again, I know it's it's a week old now, but that interview with with Steve Potvin just inspired me. Like he is such a thoughtful coach. Like he he mm-hmm. I, I, his I, his questions to all, all of that, and it, it, he gets it and he gets what his job is to do down there, to develop these guys. And Connor Garland brought up the same guys. Like yeah. he brought up Potvin and John Slaney and and the job they do down there, in Tucson. I think this is a huge important step and I don't want to, to, to miss out on this. This is important for the Arizona Coyotes to have a team in their minor league, in the American League, that's winning. And this is incredibly important for the future of this team. And, and I don't want to understate this, them getting into the playoffs and being towards the top of the standings in the Pacific and playing meaningful playoff games. And who knows how far playoffs are going to go for them. That is so important for the development of this franchise and what the future holds for them, because we've talked about Tampa Bay went through and, and won in the American League first before winning a Stanley cup. You it's great when you have guys winning together, and I, I would think by the time they're ready to go to playoffs, you're going to see Kesselring and Gunther back down there in Tucson.
1: Bingo! Yeah, because it's great experience to to compete in the Absolutely. playoffs. Absolutely, you want those guys going through that. And listen, Dylan Gunther's been through so many incredible experiences already that help grow him as a player. Let him embrace this one too. Let him play playoff hockey. The other side of this is we're going to have more Roadrunners content coming up soon. A bunch we're, more we're in, in the month of February. Yeah, we're going to be down there, there in February. We're going to have stories. We we need to uh, give this team a little more love yeah. because they're turning in a hell of a season.
2: I agree. And Paul said, will we be covering them playoffs? The, the answer is yes. We're going to, I mean, will we be down in Tucson every playoff game? Eh, eh that's debatable. <laughs> but, well, shit, Lee and I are at the mullet for our home game. So it does. it's the same. Um, but, yeah, we're going to keep you updated on everything going on in Tucson as they go into their playoff stretch. Absolutely.
1: I'll find out if, uh, you know, Desert Financial can... Uh, just let me use the uh, the mansion the down copter. there during the postseason yeah the, co- the yeah the, the helicopter p- the would private, help too so the that's private right.
0: yeah. helicopter yeah. to fly us down there oh my goodness um, good. and by the way last time we were in Tucson the two players we had on the show and this was like for a roadrunner specific post game Michael Harkony and Matthias Michelli. so Incredible. i don't know just pay attention to who's on the show mm-hmm. cuz um, we, set, the we're on, we're, we set we're on a hot streak we'll see that's a
2: career bump that's a big deal
0: it really is it really is all right uh well let's take a look at the punch card this line is really depressing me this is now the one two three four fifth loss there's only two in two and five Mm. or two four and one i guess not a great line on this punch card it's been a little bit of a tough stretch gotta get at least one probably two more green checks on this line in the punch card
1: yeah, they're going to need the next two without a doubt. I agree with yeah, They man. have to win both these games at home. Otherwise, sayonara. Yeah.
2: yeah. They they they're gonna have to. This is their need to get that magic back, and by that I mean they need to play with that pace and that they, they, it has to start at the drop of the puck. That's one of the biggest problems they had in their one and four stand at home last week is they didn't start well. They had bad first periods, and you see they got to come out ready to play in that one o'clock game on a Saturday afternoon after travel is gonna be really hard. But but Nashville's not gonna skate tomorrow either, and Nashville's not gonna skate Saturday morning either. So, like, at least it'll be somewhat even. That 1 o'clock game is going to be really tough, and they need to have a good start. They have to have that first 10 minutes. Keep your eye on them. Like, they, they need to come out swinging in that first 10 minutes.
0: PD or Craig, any final thoughts on this game before we uh, mm. we'll <sighs> wrap? <laughs>
2: No, I, it it was a good team. They played against a really good team. And it, uh, there's a couple of things. We didn't talk about Connor Garland, who I thought was really effective tonight, but you know, he, he was skelet- held off the, the score sheet, which was, I, I thought he was going to be on it. If I would have had a bet on my BetMGM sportsbook, it was good to see Rick talking on TV again. And I, I'm, 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 Really happy for him and his success, especially after a lot of critics here in Arizona, when he left, can't coach, not a good coach. And gosh, I don't know, man. Crazy what happens when you have talent. Fair. Yeah, I don't know if it's fair. I mean, even when you look in the 2020 playoffs that he went in, man, that, that team was undermanned. It, he didn't have a top line in in, in I, I think that, I think he's a good coach. I think he's a better coach than people give him credit for. And he's a better X's and O's guy. And he talked to Connor Garland and the people in Vancouver. And, and I, I'm I'm really happy that he's having the success there in Vancouver. So I did want to say that about Rick talking.
1: Just to answer A-Root's question before we move on, you know, in terms of AHL playoff eligibility, there's a, there's a deadline by which you have to be officially reassigned to Tucson to compete. I don't know about the actual, I don't know that there is a game a game threshold that you have had to play. I don't think there is. So uh, they could conceivably send Logan Cooley down. I like the idea. I don't know if it's going to happen. I would love to see him compete in the playoffs with Dylan Gunther. Then again, he doesn't have any any sort of chemistry, with. but I think they would take Logan Cooley if they were to send him down for the AHL playoffs.
2: Yeah, it's a question we'll definitely have to ask when yeah. the team gets back in their practices because who is eligible to go back down? And yeah. you, you'd hope val- – is Koliachonik going to be um, available by playoffs? He, he should be, yeah. And then for sure, Gunther and Kesselring, I mean, that's at a a bare minimum. So I'm excited about that. And I think you're right. And I know B said it earlier, if this team competes like that, I I was thrilled with their compete tonight against a really, really good hockey team. I I wish they would limit their turnovers in the defensive zone. They didn't lead to goals tonight, but that still makes them defend longer than they should. Um, And they've got to find a way to get some offense. But it's a good effort against one of the best teams in the NHL.
0: Well, Vancouver's a great city. They have a good hockey team, but they don't have four Peaks beer. Nope. That is something that we have here. It's to our advantage. That's
1: brewery um, in the Valley.
0: and Yeah, it's maybe not just even in the Valley. Like, maybe one of the best in the, the country. It's so good. Uh, and I love that this little graphic has IPA, Kitlifter, wow. All three of our favorites. Wow, Kitlifter IPA. Just kidding. Um, but... Whatever you like, Four Peaks has a beer for you, whether it's a l- lager, um, a stout, an IPA, a, a fruity one. Mm. They're so good. So yeah. check out The Four oatmeal Peaks. stout
1: is underrated, by yeah, the way. Yeah, you
0: love yeah. the oatmeal stout. Yeah. So check out Four Peaks wherever you buy your beer. Stop by the A Street Pub and visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite beers and events. You can check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Be sure to also check out the Bad Birdie Juicy Golden Ale, which which is a collab between Four Peaks and Bad Birdie. Um, again, check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly.
2: And while we're at it, let's talk about Empire today. Because Empire today, they're easy, they're quick, and they're convenient. And I saw pictures today of a house that I looked at. This is a true story that I was looked at a few months ago. We were looking, moving into a one, one-story house, and it was $650,000. And we said, we'll probably not do this right now. Saw the pictures of it today. Somebody bought it, put in new flooring. It's on sale for the market, $900,000. That's what new flooring can do to your house. It can transform it to a whole new house. (sighs) So now that I've said that, now you gotta go to Empire today because it is quick and convenient. You don't have to go to the big box stores. You can do everything from home. They got the samples at home, the salespeople at home, they'll measure at home. You never have to leave your house to get new flooring from Empire today. And they have things in every budget range. We talked about the real wood that we have in our studio, but they have laminates, they have carpeting, and they can cover you no matter what your budget, size of house or your size of your project. It's Empire today. Schedule a free. See, I, I'm gonna get better. Empire today. I know they're mad at me right now because he, I hesitated again. I want to be like, but I'm not on like on TV, really, like an ad pitchman.
1: Keep what it real, Peter. You're keeping it real. Okay.
2: Schedule a free in-home estimate today. It's free. The estimate. It's free. All listeners can receive up to three hundred and fifty dollars off when they use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com/PHNX for details. Sorry, Empire Today. I continue <laughs> to get better. I promise. Yeah.
0: You are. You will. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, last but not least, uh, we want to see everybody out at the PHNX putting party on Wednesday, January 24th. It's going to be a blast, basically an opportunity to watch the Phoenix Suns alongside the PHX Suns crew, alongside other diehards. And did I mention unlimited beer and wine with a ticket?
1: Yeah, that's dangerous. Under
0: $40 for unlimited beer and wine. It's
1: a, it's a shame we got a game. Um, yeah,
0: we have a game. But we might, like, may, our game's early, so maybe we can make it in the end. Who knows? Yeah. Um, unlimited beer and wine. It's under $40. You get unlimited putting as well. Plus, we're giving away 2 amazing 150 dollars speakers and suns tickets so why would you not attend this event
1: it's a really cool spot too
0: it's a really it cool, cool
1: spot. yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: yeah it's so, really
2: cool and it's so, you know what's like, like a really cool sports bar in there too like, you, like that's where i guess i'm sure they're watching the games on but it's really cool like even yeah. if you're not putting you can go there and, and i would go there dinner and in a, a sports sports bar and a beer yeah. for sure
0: well you can click the links link in our show notes or visit gophnx.com to grab your tickets today again if you're a diehard you get 20 percent off all events so diehards check discord or if you're logged in as a diehard you should be able to see the diehard discounted tickets right on the website um and if you're not a diehard what a great perk to become one join our discord i've mentioned the discord so many times tonight but that's because it's so much fun in there especially during games uh, we're always interacting in there, and obviously, Craig has his twice a month diehard only pieces, including the prospect report, coming tomorrow. tomorrow morning. So, check that out in the morning. Um, and grab yourself a free shirt or hat when you sign up to become a diehard 20% off all merch after that, too. phnxlocker.com. So, check it out. Thanks so much for watching, everyone. Thanks for staying up. Thanks, Darren. Late.
2: Darren's watching from Vancouver. Is Darren a Duran? What do you think?
0: I think it, it could be Darren.
2: He should Darren. tell us. Yeah, tell us,
0: Darren. Before but know, appreciate people here. from Vancouver. Up,
2: that's really cool. From
1: Arkansas, Alabama. Yeah.
0: Wait, see, Vancouver
2: somebody's
1: somebody serious about Florence
0: Puerto, is in Puerto Rico before Florence is yeah, in Australia Florence,
2: Florence, is, a, 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 Florence is also Florence is a um, true a CBA cap consultant because she just told us the rules on Cooley playing in the AHL so thanks for looking <laughs> that up
0: oh my goodness uh, yeah well we appreciate everybody tuning in and if you're listening if you're listening the next day I don't blame you but thanks for listening anyway whether you're listening on audio wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube be sure to hit the thumbs up on this video if you are watching on YouTube and if you haven't ever listened on audio I highly recommend checking it out, especially because we have an audio-only episode that drops once a week. Petey and Craig sat down with Connor Garland earlier in the week. You should definitely go back and listen. It's a really good interview, so check that out. But also, for YouTube, set a reminder because we'll be live Friday at 2 p.m. for Friday, Fun Day, and some other... Coyotes discussions, chat with Lindsay Fry about mm-hmm. skating for Layton. So lots on deck for tomorrow. But we're gonna wrap this up before before midnight. How about that? I like that. We I did not Expect that
1: to be
2: honest.
0: We really did it. And PD, last but not least, happy birthday from the Thanks bottom everybody. of appreciate my it. heart and Craig's heart too. I'll speak for both of us. We appreciate Craig has you. A heart.
2: Appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Craig. I,
1: uh, I love you. you. know I'm already smarting from you know oh. not being singled out as a as the co-host that. <laughs> <laughs> Leah would pick. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. First of all, who who on earth would think that I can co-host anything? So it's pretty obvious what Leah was talking about. Like, I'm not a co-host. Okay, no, I'm not a host.
0: Oh boy. Oh, Lord. All right. Happy birthday, Petey. We'll happy just birthday, we'll end Beatty. it on that note. We'll, 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 eat, your yeah, you we'll eat your cake for you tonight. we'll eat your cake and we'll try to save you some for tomorrow. Thank <laughs> um, you. Thanks so much for being here, everyone. Wish Petey a happy birthday. You have 20 minutes left at SPeters Hockey. You can follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan. Follow me at Leah Merrill. Follow Danielle at Danielle. You can follow Raz, who is a Canucks fan and a traitor. No,
1: but <laughs> he's
0: great hockey coverage at RazDevresh. Dev- Right? devraj Sorry. Got it. We're at Raz devraj And you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore coyotes. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Have a good rest of your night.
2: Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience
0: easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne.